0: Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. This is an exciting week for us as we celebrate this year's best audiobooks. I'm Robin Witten, editor of Audiophile, and you can find our full list of the 2022 best audiobooks up at our website, audiophilemagazine.com. In our special episode today, we're discussing the best fiction audiobooks of 2022. We have a special guest also, narrator Jonice Abbott-Pratt, who will talk with us about one of this year's excellent titles. But first, here are Audiophile's 2022 selections for best audiobooks in fiction. The Angel of Rome by Jess Walter, read by Eduardo Ballerini, and Julia Whelan. I Walk Between the Raindrops by T.C. Boyle, read by the author, and Cheryl Smith, Jason Culp, Derek Perkins, Jeremy Arthur, Stephen Mandel, Jonathan McLean, Ewan Chung, Pete Simonelli, David DeVries, Nan McNamara, and Rex Anderson. Joan is Okay by Waiki Wang, read by Catherine Ho. The Marriage Portrait by Maggie O'Farrell, read by Genevieve Gaunt. This Time Tomorrow by Emma Straub, read by Marin Ireland. And Night Crawling by Layla Motley, read by Janice Abbott-Pratt, who is here with us today. Thank you so much for joining us, Janice. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to
1: be here with you.
0: That's great. And we're excited to hear a little bit about what has stuck with you recording this amazing story of night crawling. And this is a debut novel from a very young author. Right. So I'm wondering tell us a little bit about the story
1: or themes from a night crawling that have really stuck with you? I think some of the themes that that stay with me from this story, because um, we're talking about an author who wrote this story at a, a very young age. She's a young woman writing this compelling story about a young girl who is really just trying to do the best with the skill set that she has. Her mother isn't with her. Her father is gone. And she's doing the best she can to create a home for herself and for her brother and she has very limited resources and so using what she knows to do she finds herself in a very like <laughs> i guess without giving too much of the story away but she finds herself in a situation where she's just kind of caught up in the in the the justice system that isn't serving her any kind of fair justice but she's doing the best she can to really just essentially like do what any good natured person would do is to take care of the ones that you love. And it's just so disheartening because the world isn't giving that back to her. And so as you kind of journey through this story with Kara, it's like, um, I don't know, my heart just constantly went out to her because you're like, somebody just wrapped their arms around this child. And there are moments where, You know, through (laughs) friendships and um, other relationships that she develops, you find other people throughout the story who are just doing the best that they can, right, to offer her what they can give her. And even sometimes, like, that's just still not enough. The other thing that I think is so beautiful about Layla's writing is the poetry. I was working with the director, Ruth Lickman, and she, there were moments where I'm like, okay, I got to do that over because I would say something and I'm like, that's not, that's not right. I'm not getting all of the, I had a director say to me one time, you can get more cheese out of that hole. Like if we're all mice, you know, there's more cheese in the hole. <laughs> and so there are times when I just want to like, let me say this again. Let me find the musicality of this line again. And that's one of the things that I found so um, rich and wonderful about her writing is that it's never just, she walked over there, you know it's like <laughs> no. it's something so much more graceful and delicate and beautiful it's like it was like reading silk, and so I found myself wanting to be precious with it in a way that honored the raw and visceral storytelling that Layla put on the page
0: well you you certainly did that, and you you know you give us as listeners an incredible emotional intensity that connects us to Kara and the characters even though you don't like some of these characters and it's such a tough story but Mm -hmm. there is so much beautiful poetry um, that was I love what you said that was like reading Silk Mm. interesting and I think we feel that power of the writing but you connected us you achieved that and also another aspect of the narration, I think, is the success with the dialogue.
1: Mm. So <laughs> tell us
0: a little bit about those scenes and what, how you thought about that, preparing for some of those conversational bits.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE. So I'm an actor, right? Like I come from an acting background and you learn in preparing for a character, what do they want? What's their objective, you know, throughout the entire story or play? And then what so like that's the super objective. And then what are the smaller objectives with each scene that's leading them to, to the main thing that they want? And great writers, right? They know their character they know their characters really well. So they know uh what they look like, how they sound, what they're after. And when that is so clearly laid out because you you know from reading on the page that the author is clear about those things. It's easier to sit in the seat of the character because it's like, I don't know, there's a way that I feel like your body, you just embody. So in this case, like her, her brother Marcus, like I knew what he wanted and I knew what was in his way of getting it. And so that's going to come out in... And how he asks her a question, but I also am sitting in, in her too. So it's interesting because I think that like sitting on the outside of it's like, wow, what is happening there? How are you having a conversation <laughs> with yourself? But because the writer has done so much work of being clear about what these two people want and how they're even an obstacle to each other. So I really just a joy to be able to kind of lift the writing up off the page with, with my voice, right. And with, with my mm. experience and training, but so much of the work has already been done. Like the, the <laughs> characters are already so fleshed out. The imagery is there. So like I'll know where they are and I know what their circ- circumstances are and how that is even affecting how they communicate with each other. You know, if we're on a beach, well, that's a different conversation. If it's a sunny beach versus we're you know in a freezer right you know what I mean like (laughs) we're in a cold dark street you know right so all of those given circumstances inform how the characters communicate with each other and and sometimes I also think about the listener and like how I may need to deliver a line so that they really get it they really understand what's happening So if they're smoking, right? Like sometimes I just pretend I'm smoking and I don't know, like hoping that that comes through. Well, I think that's what
0: does come through because yes, I mean, you've got wonderful writing underneath, but you are connecting all of those details that are in the writing in such subtle ways and bringing them out through
1: your voice and the voices of the characters. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's. Really, a pleasure. I I love narrating so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen. um, Tell us just a little bit about after this was all over. What has stayed with you about night crawling?
1: Oh gosh, Um, so many things, and I think one like the poetry, the emotional availability of the writer of this author, and that she was able to take something. Because this is based on, you know, uh, different... And actual events. Events. Yeah, several events that, you know, happen. And breathing life into it in a way that you, as the reader, as a listener, you experienced everything that she went through. She demanded that we, as the reader and as the listener, we went through this journey yeah. with, this, with this heroine. And she did it in a way that, I mean, by the end of the book, I was just like... I was relieved because I felt like I felt like she got to breathe, but I'm also like torn up and heartbroken, you know and and then and I'm almost left with this like charge of okay how do how do we keep this from happening? How do we mm. save these young women? How do we give voice to these young women? How do we protect these young girls? So I was left with a lot well,
0: I think I think we all were, and that's mm. why this is such a very, very interesting title for listeners. And thank you so much for joining us today, Janice, and congratulations on having this audiobook celebrated in
1: our 2022 Best Audiobook List. Well, thank you. Thank you. I I am honored and just excited that, you know, more people will learned about this title and the audiobook, and and just further the discussion and the conversation. So thank you. It is always my honor and a privilege to be um, recognized in that way.
0: That's great. And we think that will happen and listeners will know more about Night Crawling because we've been talking with Janice Abbott-Pratt about Layla Motley's Night Crawling. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, stay tuned here for more conversations with some of our great narrators of the best audiobooks of 2022. Check out our social media, including Instagram, as we often post conversations and videos with the narrators and find the full list of Audiophile's 2022 best audiobooks at our website, audiophilemagazine.com. Support for our podcast today comes from Oasis Audio, publisher of Death to Deconstruction, Reclaiming Faithfulness as an Act of Rebellion by Joshua S. Porter and narrated by the author. This audiobook is available now. I'm Robin Witten. Thank you for listening.